If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. We are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Hi, Colleen. I've got a question for you today. All right. Uh, this is this is not like sometimes you do a funny, goofy question, and this one's kind of serious. I'm wondering if uh, in your teaching days, if you had a moment where you just felt like no matter what you did, it wasn't enough. Like you just didn't feel prepared enough. You didn't feel like you were good enough. Like that word enough sort of haunts me. And I'm wondering your relationship with that word. That was my experience for a really long time. Because mm. there was always something or someone that I wasn't reaching there, there was always, you know, that I, and I, and no matter how hard I worked and I did, like I worked really hard, but there always seemed to be something I was missing or s- someone who just wasn't getting it, or I, I just wasn't doing it the way that they needed me to do it so that they could learn or, or to be able to connect. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. That's probably a theme with teachers though. I think that we're, we're hard on ourselves. So I think so too. I had a, um, so this shout out goes, um, to a school in Southern California. Um, one of their students came home to tell her parents that they had a great retreat about, uh, you are enough was basically the, the message of this retreat. So shout out to Pomona Catholic, um, in Southern California, because this daughter coming home to say like how that, uh, that day felt with her, um, made a huge impact. And I, as I was thinking about in the pandemic, um, we did our back to school 2020 back to school kickoff. We always have a keynoter. Well, we couldn't gather, we couldn't gather 500 people in a room. So this keynoter decided she could still do it virtually and we'd all do it virtually. And her name was Madi Pablo. Um, and she was amazing. She, she, it wasn't intended to be the, um, the talk of the day, but by the final session, she was giving us, she was letting us chew on different topics kind of throughout the day. And by the, by the final one, she wanted to just give this message. She was like, I just have it on my heart that like you are enough. And so we started, we started kind of praying this mantra of like, uh, like, you know, I, I reject the sin that I'm or reject the lie. Mm. Like, Lord, I reject the lie that I'm not enough. Yep. And, um, 
And so we were really working on that. Now, now Mari Pablo, since then, she's, I mean, that was 2020. So a few years later now, she is speaking at the National Eucharistic Congress um, next summer. And she really just came to us at the right time with the right message for 500 teachers to really kind of pray through all of us feeling like no matter what we did, we weren't going to be successful in this pandemic. Like it was a really hard launch of a school year. And perhaps that's how students are feeling lately, which is why um, this high schooler in Southern California thought that that theme for her retreat was really hitting her. But I think in a society right now where we feel like no matter what you do, you go onto social media and some other teacher is doing it better and prettier. And um, you're hearing just the positive stories of things like it. it's really hard. You can be really hard on yourself if you let that happen. And so I just wanted to talk about that a little bit today. This is um, this is really an important topic for for teachers. Did this talk take place at the beginning of the school year, in the middle of the school year? I'm just curious. I don't know. For the student, I'm not sure. This was a, um, it was probably end of school year, unless it was a summer retreat, because I heard the story in August. What about the talk for your teachers in Grand Rapids? When did that take place? It was the launch of the 2020 ah, school year. Uh-huh. So we came <laughs> off of March, March, April, May. Uh-huh. We, you know, we just worked our tails off mm-hmm. to have every instructional day count. Our act, we walked into fall. I mean, we didn't know it at that time. So the kickoff before the first days of school in 2020 was when she was coming in to say this. And we were all really scared. We weren't going to do it well mm-hmm. with masks, mm-hmm. you know, the, all the, what if, what if, what if we get sick? What if we're being too cautious? What if families, are mad at us for doing this or that. Also in a swing state. So there's a lot of like yeah. what ifs of culture and of the church and of people's decisions. And so teachers were really stressed and yet they did an amazing job because we launched that year with no learning loss indicated in their academic scores. So like they were doing amazing things and yet the teachers, the leaders, all of us were feeling like we weren't doing enough. And so I just, I, I guess I just welcomed teachers to think through through like, um, like you clearly are enough. Your call to this work is enough. Like you being there, you smiling, you being that adult in the room with those kids, like that's enough. And so, um, I mean, we all work really, really hard. And so maybe this hits some of us more than others. But for those of you who feel like you're working all weekend or all night, or you're waking up in the middle of the night because you want to redraft that lesson, or you're not sure how to reach certain kids, like it's, it's okay, but it's really exhausting. And so, um, if the prayer that you need to hear is like, dear Lord, I reject the sin, um, in thinking, I reject the lie. I reject, I'm sorry, it's not sin. I reject the lie that Satan's trying to tell me that I'm not enough. Cause that's not your voice, Lord. Like I, I am enough. You created me. Your creation of me is enough that I don't have to prove who I am and I have to prove my worth that, that me being here is the gift. And so that's really, really difficult messaging. If you are really, um, you know, just really hurting in that way. Um, but in a quick Google search, let me just tell you one thing I found in case people want to find it. Um, I was trying to find the exact words that Maddie Pablo gave to us in, um, and the, what came up, it wasn't the exact wording, but from the John Paul II Healing Center, um, 
a Dr. Bob shoots. Um, so you can just Google this a little bit and you'll find it, but it talks about different wounds that you might have. And all these prayers start with the same phrase. And so I think this is a recognizable Catholic phrase. If you feel like you need to pray through this yourself, but in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that, and it could be, I renounce the lie that I am unloved. I renounce the lie that I am alone. I renounce the lie that if I trust, I will be hurt. I renounce the lie that I am not enough. You know, like you can just kind of go through all those things that we, um, that, you know, we could, it could destroy us if we let it, uh, sink into like, as if it's our own truth and it's not. So the truth is you're enough. Like you're just created that way. So sometimes we feel that way as teachers. And I didn't mean to be like too preachy and saying all this, but I feel like some of us just, especially when you get to this part of the year where you're really in the thick of it and you're into your lesson plans, you're weeks and weeks into the school year. And yet you still might not feel like you have it all together. So, um, I think we feel it right now. I think we feel it again, maybe uh, like February, March, when you're just in the thick of it, you don't have a break ahead of you. And just to feel like everything you're doing is enough. Like you are, you're doing the work. So shout out for doing the work. So one of the things that's coming to my head while you're talking is this idea of problem solving that so many teachers, so many teachers that I work with, and actually so many um, principals too, is this struggle that they think they can't do something because they haven't, um, they haven't had to solve that problem before. So they don't think they can solve that problem. Well, I haven't had to do this before. So Mm -hmm. I just don't think I can because I've never done it before. And that, that again, that, that is simply not true. We were, we, we have been equipped if we are Catholic school teachers and leaders, then we have been equipped with the gifts that we need to do what we're supposed to be doing. So so Mm -hmm. you, you can, um, even if it is an every single year, you can and should be um, coming up against things that you haven't experienced before, different types of students, um, families with different challenges, whatever it is that the world is going to throw at us in in this role, in this ministry, you got to remember, this is a ministry. So there there isn't um, a a training program that that tells you these are all the things you're ever going to need to know to solve every problem that comes to you because that's your prayer to the Holy Spirit. You're equipped to be able to problem solve for whatever comes at you. So you are enough. If you are, if you are coming to work every day with the mission of your school on your heart, you are enough. If you are coming to school open and prayerful and saying, whatever comes at me today, Lord, I I'm here to serve, put me in Lord. I I can do this. I I can serve in whatever Mm -hmm. way you need me to. So you have to remember, I, I teachers are teachers really struggle with being afraid that they're not going to be able to solve a particular problem. And I see that a lot when they um, come up against really difficult students, um, you know, with behavioral issues or learning issues or whatever the case may be. And man, you know, so much more than, than you realize and um, just go at it as, as a, as a problem solving venture and, and collaborate with a couple of people and, and you can, you can do it because you are enough. 
So that's my thought. It's so (laughs) hard. So let's think about that moment at the teacher's lounge table and someone is sharing this brilliant thing that happened that morning. Oh my goodness. It was such a perfect lesson. La 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 la. (laughs) And then you start thinking, oh my goodness, I was a train wreck today. Uh Like, and you just, and you don't want to say it out loud because it's so vulnerable, but your messiness is what you bring to the table. Like we are all, we all bring all of that. And some people are better at sharing that out loud than others. So it's okay to also say, Hey, friends in the teacher's lounge, I need some help. And I know that I'm enough. I know that I'm the right person here. That's why we are not all replaced with computers by now in this year. We are all valuable because of um, the complexity of these roles in ministry. But it's also okay to share those vulnerabilities because now, now it's not the lie in your head. Now it's, Hey, I have friends, I have colleagues, I have people who are going to help me figure out the problems that I feel I feel a little bit stuck on. Yep. So thanks for bringing this back to problems and solutions, Colleen, because we're smart people when we all get together. Yep. So uh, throwing those ideas and struggles with each other is a good way out of that type of thinking. Yep. So... Well, there's the bell. It always happens. We get we get into a conversation and the bell stops us. So thanks for the energy boost as we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. You are enough. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more good ideas from fellow teachers. We'll see you next time.